You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show podcast powered by the Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino at the Pearl River Resort. To get in on the action, visit Golden Moon Casino today. Everything about sex. No. Sports, yes. All right, give it to me. It's all the sports knowledge you need. The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. It's all the hot takes, great guests, and your calls. It's nonstop sports 24-7. Ready to deliver the awesome. The Zone 105.9 and at the Zone. 1059.com. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show brought to you by uh, Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Starkville, and Bulldog Burger in where? Elvis Presley's birthplace. Tupelo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. ESPN 105.9 The Zone, WRKS. It's National Umbrella Day, and I was thinking about this. You know, Russell's Reserve Bourbon is our is our new official bourbon of the Out of Bounds show, and it's delicious, and I'm excited about it. Um, you know, they have several different whatever faces or skews, whatever types, and you can go to Briarwood Wine and Spirits and Kessler Prime, and where where did we see an empty bottle of it? Where were we? Where was I? That's a great. Well, no, we we had a bottle for Rock. No, Patel I was with the client. Okay. I was with the client, and he, this how this guy gets what we do. And he said he looked over, and he said that that Russell's Reserve bottle's empty. You need to take a picture, and I did. <laughs> it was at uh, Half Shell. There you go. And um, anyway, so Russell's Reserve is Wild Turkey's premium brand. It's wonderful juice, and and so on. But Four Roses shipped us umbrellas over the years that people went nuts. Golf umbrellas. Yes. People went nuts over. Well, I was thinking about this on National Umbrella Day. So umbrellas are great for a couple of reasons, right? They block the rain. They also block sunshine. All right, which is good. Okay. You know, when you're out, like, when, you, when you're under an umbrella. When I'm at the beach now. Correct. I'm under the umbrella 90% of the time. But it, I love it. It's great for me. I'm not out there trying to get, you know, you know, a tan. But here's also, what else do they do? They decorate cocktails. Oh. All right. So you think about some of the places that you go, especially at the beach or islands, yeah. whether you've gone to Playa del Carmen or Cabo or the Bahamas or whatever. And or Orange Beach, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, which there are some wonderful places there. Shout out. And uh, Destin and 30A, it's also a way to decorate your cocktail. Little pina colada with a pink umbrella. Or Russell's Reserve fun cocktail that you can decorate. But as I was reading up on National Umbrella, this is terrible. I mean, this is kind of sad. I was reading up on National Umbrella Day, and I, I know umbrellas block rain and block sunshine, but then I was like, ah, they decorate your cocktail. So there you go, National Umbrella Day. Way to I bring don't that think home. we have any more and, um, or, or from anybody else. We may have a Tito's I may umbrella. do some out of bounds. Oh, we might have a We may a have Tito's. a Tito's golf umbrella. You know, they sent us a new golf bag it, or but two it's, golf it's, bags. It's an umbrella may... that, like, goes on a golf bag. No, it still has the normal handle, I okay. think. I think. I have to check. We get so much stuff, it's hard to keep it all straight. Yeah. Speaking of keeping it straight. Tito's, we we do have a Tito's umbrella. I'm pretty but sure it's, we do. it's a little bit, 
I'll have to check it yeah. out. Okay. Speaking of keeping things straight, uh, Auburn, Brian Harson, yeah, staked out at the Plains. You know, SEC coaches meetings start today. He's supposed to be on his way there. Ross Dellinger reporting that an hour before the meeting scheduled to begin, which is at 10 a.m. Central, of course, once we get off air, camera crews surrounding the building for SEC coaches meeting, trying to see if Auburn's Brian Harson shows up. Where are they? It's a great question. Somewhere in Alabama, I think. Birmingham. Oh, they're going they're there? In Birmingham. Yeah. That's not awesome. Um, can somebody do me a favor? And I, I saw that Commissioner Greg Sankey was at the game last night for MSU in Tennessee. Tough. Can somebody point him in another direction than the restaurant that he was talking about? Yikes. Uh, like two brothers, like the guest room, like 44 Prime, like Taste, like Bulldog Burger. I mean, that's played out since 1999, and I, it, it's time to shift. Can anybody in PR or marketing or business development or something make sure that the commissioner is privy or, uh, you know, has access to, to another restaurant? I, I'm Magnolia Social. Uh, anything. Are we surprised that in, uh, a leader of a Power Five conference is behind the times? I mean, even Sankey. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I mean, doesn't the man need to be smashing some some wings and yeah. street tacos at Two yeah. Brothers? Or, or a bo- delicious loaded cheeseburger and Bulldog Burger or uh, an appetizer or whatever he wants no, at 44 he Prime needs or to, Taste? Or, he, he needs to get his head on a swivel and get, get these dang conference divisions fixed. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Okay. We need to go to pods. It's time. All right. He's not doing anything else. He's just calling out bad restaurants. Might as well start doing something for his job. I don't mean that that one's bad. I'm just, it's, it's, I'm over it. I'm (laughs) over it. Stop sending media to that. (laughs) Open it up. (laughs) Or put him in a condo in the left field lofts and cater it. Ooh. Which they've done, but you do it every time or some of the restaurants I just named. There you go. I mean, that. That place has totally changed as far as bars and restaurants. Embrace it. Good gravy. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is brought to you by the great selection of golf clubs at Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. How about Auburn changing their language, Blake, within their, where am I going, their bylaws? Yeah, their handbook, their policy guide on staff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what you're referencing is that uh, they have always had a, all schools, almost all schools and companies have a, um, you have to cooperate clause in contracts, which means like you ha- if you go against the wishes of the parent company, the umbrella company on Umbrella Day, then you, know, you can be prosecuted for that. Auburn modifies theirs to make sure that if Brian Harson doesn't cooperate with their investigation, that counts as a cause to fire him. And avoid their buyout. Now, that is some crazy legal limbo, isn't it? I mean, you are doing some crazy stunts there. Jimmy Rain with Yellowwood or Great Southern Outdoor, whatever, whichever uh, company or subsidiary you want to talk about, is, is looks like he's working overtime. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, he just called up. He was like, I, I, want, I want the employee manual modified immediately. Yes, sir. Are we passing Tennessee levels of dysfunction? Yes. That's hard to do. 
That that is. But there was a thirty six hour spaces on Twitter. Do you know what spaces is on Twitter? It's where those people get together and they can talk. It's like a it's like a group chat on Twitter. It's called Spaces. Okay. Auburn had had a thirty six hour spaces, like Auburn fans and and media and stuff like that. For thirty six hours, people were on this group chat on Twitter discussing what's happening with Brian Harson. That's crazy. I don't understand what you're saying. Spaces is on Twitter. So Spaces is a room. It's like a group chat room okay. on Twitter. Right. People create them for different topics. Oh. Auburn. And for 36 straight hours, people correct. talked about Auburn football? Do you know how ridiculous that is? That is, I love that. That's my point. People like Marcelo and Harkinson, all the all the media people were in there, big fans. War Damn Eagle. All kinds of Did people. Did you I'm, go in? I listened to some of it, yeah. Did you, was there anything? Oh, it's it's burned the place down. I mean, they are in full on He's what dead is man happening. walking either way, and that's a problem. Fair or unfair to Brian Harson. When you are DMW... And maybe a Ben Howen is if he comes back. Uh, but w- once you get the DMW on there, dead man walking as a coach, it- it's, you know, there, there's there's no path to success. Nope. There, there's no path. Uh, Joe Moorhead got there. You know, Matt Luke got there. Um, Howland and Kermit Davis Jr. are trending that way, although maybe not. Totally under the umbrella of mm-hmm. DMW. Yeah. But once you're dead man walking, I mean, name a coach that fights, that battles their way out of yeah. it. it. You is don't win out of rare. it. Rare. I can think of one. It was a different time. And God, they had a lot of patience. Dabo Swinney. You could argue years and years ago, he was right there on the fringe of DMW and won his way out. But it is rare, rare, rare. I mean, unless you're Bruce Pearl. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Wint McGee, MortgageManMS.com. MortgageManMS.com. Straight ahead, more Peyton and Eli. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show podcast, presented by Independent Roofing Systems. If you want it done right the first time, visit Independent Roofing Systems today. All right, so... Rick Patino is 69 years old. And Andy Kennedy is like 53 or 4 or something. Uh, Rick Patino's at Iona in New York. I think it's in New York, right? Yeah. And um, Andy Kennedy's the head basketball coach at UAB. He's from Louisville, Mississippi. I think most of y'all know that. Signed with North Carolina State. Ended up transferring to UAP. Had a hell of a career under Gene Bartow. And then, of course, coached around and ended up at Ole Miss. And did, on a scale of 1 to 10, I think you'd have to give AK a 7. Some people, I think, would give him a little bit more. But uh, may not have been special, but it was it was good. And AK understands offense and guards. Now, you know, there's ta- there's stuff, kind of like Kiffin, there's stuff he's not interested in, okay? Um, But, wow, that could have gone down another road. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, But but people, and then there's Sean Miller, who some of, most of you probably don't know because this is not a college basketball show, but uh, Sean Miller was a freak at where? Xavier, and then he took the Arizona job. And that's where he got in trouble. And... You know, I mean, who cares about paying players in college basketball? I mean, um, but 
you know, he's a ferocious, you know, recruiter. They finally got him. I, I was surprised. I mean, he, he, he made it for a while and, um, he's a good coach. He's a good coach and a heck of a recruiter. I, could you, could you land any of those? Well, I think Patino would come. Now, and it, but at 69, is that just, and I understand years today are totally different than 20, 40, 50 years ago. And healthcare and taking care of yourself and B12 and CBD and whatever else, you know, everybody's trying to do to feel good and better and keep your mind right is, is all good. But Patino's 69. Mm-hmm. And I know he's. I mean, looks like he's in good health, you know, all that. I, I you know, is that is that a three-year hire? Um, and then AK and Sean Miller are much younger. Yeah. I don't know if you can get any of those three. There will be many, many other mid-major or lower power five coaches that want, I mean, look, Ben and Kermit Davis, Ben Hallen and Kermit Davis Jr., I think they already, Kermit Davis is at three million. I think Ben may be a shade under at 2.8, and that's in the SEC in the state of Mississippi that, if you take the last 50 years, has not had that much success. Obviously, Mississippi State has had a lot more success from Bailey Howell to, you know, Ben Hallen's last NCAA tournament. Um, A lot more. But, yeah. that Andy that, Kennedy holds almost every Ole Miss coaching record. Sure. For what that's well, they, worth. They were... I, I, it would be hard for you to wrap your brain around. Well, it's Bianco. It's the same when, thing, right? My first coach, the first coach that I remember, Bob Weltlick at Ole Miss, left the day after he punched a ticket to the NCAA tournament to go to Texas. Wow. 81, all right? And then a guy named Lee Hunt took over, who looks like, um, let me think about this. He, he looks like he owned owned a car dealership in, um, like Greenwood. <laughs> we'll, we'll shout out to Will. All right. And I love Greenwood. It's a wonderful town. Um, and, and so Lee Hunt, and then they hired, uh, Ed Murphy. Ed looked like a guy who was traveling around with Jerry Clower, you know, on some comedic, you know, tour way back in the eighties in a very rustic and rural time. Yes. Um, but Ed also looked like he could have been a former wrestler 20 years out of his prime overweight then, but he was a large, large man. That's incredible. Also looked like he could have been kind of a, a revivalist. Oh yeah. In, in the Sunbelt or middle America. They did always seem to be big guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, they could really whoop up a, 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 a crowd. Yes. He'd be and get that spit coming that out of house. his mat, just yeah. frothing up. And talking yeah. about hellfire and brimstone. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, you know, they went into Rob Evans did an amazing job and, and Rod Barnes did a nice job and AK I think did a, a really good job. So that's where we are. AK's UAB team, tenth in the country in scoring offense. Yeah. You're they're gonna put the ball in the basket. So I'm of the opinion that why okay, I, I'm a cut the cord guy. I, I think you know well, I think you know what you know, right? And this whole idea that sunshine and rainbows are coming around the corner for different cut, like you, as Bill Parcells said, you are what your record says you are. If we're six years in, we know what you are. Yeah. If we're two years in, we probably know what you are. So I'll say this much: Cohen 
for better or worse, whatever happens with Mike Leach, Cohen made the right move in pulling the cord on Joe Moorhead because you could have wasted two more years, and who knows where you'd be. Vanderbilt light. He did make the right call. Okay. I, I, yeah. He made a bad hire, but he made the right call in moving right. on from that and, bad hire. And Joe just hired a, a bad staff. Yeah. And, and he's a total micromanager. There's plenty of he things. He couldn't delegate at all. And and when he told people he didn't want to win, when they finally went back-to-back wins against, I don't remember who came first, was, A&M and Auburn. Yeah. And he told people he didn't want to win like that. Well, when you've got Nick Fitzgerald, Colin Hill, and Aries Williams, it's okay to run some version of the zone read. Yeah. Until you get whoever this you know, boy wonder is going to be at QB. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and so my thing is, is like, why are we, why waste time? You don't, I I just don't know. Who cares if Ben Howland comes back for another year? What's it going to get you? Well, nobody does. Exactly. So you might as well go ahead and make a move. Because even if you're going to lose everybody on the roster, we've just talked about it. You don't have anybody on the roster that really matters. So you've, not you've that got to stay. You've got to revamp. You've got to revamp anyway. Yeah. So now's the time. Pull the plug, cut the cord, you know, you, you gotta don't have a lot of players. Cut the gangrene limb off so it doesn't kill the whole body. That's what you got to do. And if Andy Kennedy is ready to get back in major college basketball, he's the hire. Would he leave his alma mater? Where he probably can't get fired. Right. Well. I mean, he's going to win in that league. So. You would. His what's 20, his record? His 22 wins in his first year at UAB were a first-year coach record for UAB coaches. Got it. So, he's not going anywhere. In terms of getting fired. They're 18 and 5? Good creep. Yeah. He may go to Georgia. I mean, he went 22 and 7 in the shortened 2020-21 year. Uh, Could he get the Georgia job? I mean, Tom Crean has been a disaster there. Yeah. They have one conference win, and they've won six overall. I don't know how you do. I mean, I know Georgia's been doing this for years. Outside of, you know, a little bit of Tubby Smith and Jim Herrick, it's just been a disaster. But uh, If you're John Cohen, do you do you go hire a new coach right now? Well, I'd say right now. Yeah. Yes. I, I just think Howland Fatigue, I think Ben did a good job. I don't disagree. Also, he's not, he's not a marketer or seller of the program at all. And in today's era, you have to be able to well, market because yourself. football, you know, you're – you're, you've got two bookends of football and baseball, and you got the holidays and hunting during this time too. Man, it is hard to get people. Ja- I mean, Ole Miss doesn't care at all. Yeah. Okay. Never has, never will. Um, State fans are delusional and care for some reason. Right. And so, man, just to get some people excited, January, February, and March. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think, that's I think it's going to take some yeah. offensive fireworks, and it is a guard-driven game. And for whatever reason, Halland just hasn't made that. Uh, he hadn't at all. I look at their guards, and, and they just they have no range, they've no been, perimeter shooting. They've been one of the worst three-point shooting teams since Halland's been there in the league. They're just not good. They're not good shooters. And what did Andy Kennedy do more than anything in the world? Oh, Shoot Look, the rock. He he left Kermit Davis Jr. three Bruh. excellent shooters slash college And put guards. another dozen through while he was there. Yeah. Is Terrence Davis still in the NBA? Like with the Raptors, Raptors or somewhere else? Yeah, I think that's We got to look up what he's doing. And then, um, yeah, Brian Tyree and Shuler. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. 
Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Don't forget about the Market Cafe at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. Great food. Market Cafe, Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Kessler Prime. For the best steaks in Mississippi, visit Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Eight players, eight Ole Miss players going to the NFL Combine. We'll dedicate that to Matt Luke. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Put some respect on that name. That's National Championship Associate Head Coach. Offensive line coach for the Georgia Bulldogs, Matt Luke, straight out of Gulfport, Mississippi. All right? So, um, hey, man, it, it's, it's unreal. You know what Matt Luke tells people? What? Salt here snails, not players. I'm a player, baby. Y'all can, y'all can throw snot, salt on my name. I'm Matt Luke. I'm a national champion. He's probably making seven hundred grand, maybe more. Oh, I bet he's getting more eight, than that. Yeah, nine in Athens, Georgia. Basically, any kid he offers, he gets. Well, yeah, because or says, he can I, battle for any offensive lineman in the country against Saban and others. Nine hundred, nine hundred k a year because of that a- AHC title that they added on. Yeah, O line and associate head coach. So, How much associating is he doing for for Kirby? You think Kirby calls Matt into the? He's like, Matt, I got this dilemma. <laughs> I really, I really need help with this game plan. Matt, when the score is X <laughs> and it's this much time left in the game, and we're on the nineteen yard line, and it's fourth and three, do I go for it or kick the field? That's goal? not even a question Kirby asked. Maybe it's field goal all day. Well, it's, and yet he's a national field champion. Goal. I mean, you and I have had fun messing with Kirby Smart, but he brought home that national championship for the Georgia Bulldogs. So he made $7 million pre-bonuses this season. How much does that go up for his pre-bonus salary now that he's won a national title? Like, they got to... Million and change? Yeah, it's going to be eight and a half, right? Something like that, yeah. I mean, whew. That's incredible. Well, what's incredible is Mississippi State's about to do a, a, a massive renovation of Humphrey Coliseum and maybe hiring two coaches, men's and women's. Would that money be better spent just burning it or should they even do this renovation? I mean, honestly. Well, no, I was thinking split it between football and baseball. What if we just, what if we just heat the campus? I, I, I would, I would build, so Dak Prescott wants a condo and there's not one available, which build is a new one. incredible to me. Um, see, I'm, see, if I was, if I was an alum, and I had one of the lofts, I'd say, I'll half it with you. The one weekend you come in a year, you get it. And then what, because I'm doing this, you know, what? what is your offer to me as far as access to a Cowboys suite, yeah. every game? A little, I'll scratch your back, yeah, you yeah, scratch yeah, mine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, type deal. Is there a university, and I, look... Is there a university that does poor with its ex-athletes, the Mississippi State, in, in the Power Five? I mean, seriously. This is embarrassing. Dak Prescott wants a condo, and you he's only the greatest athlete to step foot on your campus, bar none. But this isn't on the athletic. Dude, 
I so, didn't say it was the athletic director, but it's on it's on the athletic department. No, whole, right? it may not be. It, 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 if you've got you've got the people who have the lofts, that's their loft. But isn't it your job as John Cohen to make sure that you that can't type make of player? Blake's? I, I can't. He can't make both understand that. Give up his his loft. I get that part. If someone won't, it has nothing to do with that. I mean, inventory is an issue, but so don't you take steps to remedy that if that's your job? Well, and they may be okay. They may be, but you're, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just part of it. I mean, there's, there's not available. But I, if I was an alum, I'd be like Dak. Look, I'll give you half. What, what can, what can you do? Yeah. Oh, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Or basically, whenever you come in town, if you now he's he's averaging, I think like four times a year, so it's not that big a deal. No. And uh, whenever you come in town, um. You can yeah. you can stay at the condo. Give, give you know give me two sweet passes like two games of sweet passes and some signed memorabilia. It's your condo four times a year. Done. Instant trade. May ask for a little bit more than that, but okay. but you get what I'm saying. Like yeah. like that. It's it's along that line. Right. But I guess my point is is we've heard stuff about this before. I mean, look, there's been other players who have expressed their concern with the way that the university br- brings those players back. I just wonder if this is again a, a microcosm of how you need to run your athletic department. I'm just asking. I, I'm just spit because you see other schools do that, you know. Um, I, I, I will say this: the this new group of Jake Mangum and Jeffrey Simmons and um, Elton Jenkins and other baseball players and NFL players for the first time hanging around Startville is huge, and it has. Uh, Let's see, Jeff, there's several that have places up there. That's a big selling point, And that's, point, isn't that's it? never happened. But that's yeah. that's not necessarily the athletic department's fault. A lot of that was the town. And the town has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a better place to, to hang out. And, and uh, I mean, look, they all gravitate to Two Brothers. And, I mean, Two Brothers kind of found the mojo. I mean, where was Dak at the end of the, the, the regional game? Two he brothers. left early yeah. and he went upstairs to Two Brothers to have, I don't know, drinks and food. So that's a good thing. Yeah. All right. Let's switch gears. Um, we were talking about Ben Hallen. What about Mike Bianco? There's a lot on the line every year for our baseball coaches, but there's even more pressure, I think, this year for Mike because Mississippi State won the national championship. It's kind of like Kiffin's put more pressure on Mike Leach. Different, but, but some similarities. And... Didn't Mike recognize in a press conference this week yes. the importance of Omaha? I mean, yes. what else was he going to say, right? You don't think he knows it's important? Of course yeah. he does. Of course he does. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know he's frustrated as anybody else. I mean, they've been so close. Yeah. Like, what, eight times they've been on the doorstep since he's been there? It's been a lot of super well, they, regional they losses. Ha- they hosted three straight supers in, was it, 04, 05, 06? Mm-hmm. I mean, you would have thought one of those would go your way, right? right. Punch your ticket one time. Just once. Yeah. And we're going on a little bit of a drought. 14 seems to be a little bit, you know, it's you, almost you kind of pl- think about it, and it's six seasons removed. Eight seven, seasons. Seven, eight seasons yeah. removed. Two full classes of players. Take COVID out, but still. And it will, again, our march to 56 games. The SEC baseball tournament doesn't matter. And then regionals and super regionals. And can you punch your ticket to the promised land? Right? 
Are you are you any Do you believe he's on the hot seat? Realist. I'm not talking about the fan. I mean like the real hot seat. He's only the literal whole face of Ole Miss baseball. I know. That's well, that's the other counter. Are you in a polk issue? Are you kind of in a polk area right here? Well, you're not, and here's why. Mike hasn't stopped for that that roster. Ah. That roster. Stays loaded. Yes. Stays loaded. So but, you, you can say what you want about maybe Mike doesn't delegate enough, and evidently he doesn't. And he does it, and he coaches everybody. The pitchers, the catchers, the outfielders, the infielders, the batters, you know, whatever. But give give Lafferty, Clement, and and Mike Bianco credit. They go and sign really, really good to awesome classes every year. So the one thing that you're sitting there looking at is if you make a change in the next few months or years, right, your roster is loaded. John Cohen walked into the least talented roster in the Southeastern Conference. Just something to think about. What what do you believe the administration at Ole Miss is thinking? I think they're thinking we really want Mike Bianco to go to Omaha because they so don't we want don't him. want to make a move. He's the, he's the classiest. Keith's smart like, enough to yeah. know that yeah, there's going to be a ton of people that want this job, but who knows if we if we take a slight step back, they will be mad as hell at me. And odds are you take a step back, right? Flowtown Ghost on the Ag Up Equipment text line says Bianco should have been shown the door. Um, when Head Smith and that well, nah, that's, that's back in 07. That, like, <laughs> maybe a little. That's a little over the top. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I think that's a little over the top. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of great teams at at many universities that did not make it to M- Omaha. LSU, MSU, Mississippi State's 16. It's it's largely regarded the most talented collection, according to Ron had. Polk. It was yeah. his 84 team. Yeah, not the 85 team. The 84 team that lost to UNO in the regional. Was the this better is before team. Super yeah. Regional format yeah. uh, and didn't go to Omaha. So, yes, you're right. There there are some unbelievable teams. But Duke Duke can get bounced in the first weekend in basketball. Zion Williamson did not make the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Right. So, I mean, it's, you know, it happens to other programs. It's just, I think, like we talked about, it, there's two there's two caveats. Longevity over over the course of his career, the only only the one trip kills you. And then when your rival does it, it just changes your mentality. Yeah. And that's the problem. And we're such a small state. We're so close-knit. You can't escape that. No. There's no, you know, there's just no way around it. So if you thought that he's been under pressure, he's under an enormous amount of pressure this year because Mississippi State just won a national championship. Can I give you... Uh, oh, and they're not... The leg up that he once had from 01 to 09... Will never happen again. No, so I agree. Can I give you a uh, baseball uh, D one baseball drop their preseason field of sixty four projections, which they do to start the year every year, and obviously it's it's a, a big guessing game. But they have Miss- no way. Yeah, right. They have Mississippi State as the number three national seed. They have Arkansas as the number eight national seed. The reason that's important, they have Ole Miss as the number nine seed. It would pit Ole Miss going to Arkansas. Yet again, for a Super Regional, should that line up that way. Uh, if you remember correctly, 2019, they go to Fayetteville and end up not making it to Omaha that year. So, 
don't think Ole Miss fans want to see that. They would not like to go to an SEC school for a Super. Yeah, they want it in Swayze. Yeah. And if not Swayze, you want to go somewhere that's not... I mean, I know they lost at Arizona, but they had a chance to win that series, too. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to go to a Fayetteville, a Nashville. Uh, you, you just don't. You don't want. To, you want to get out of the conference. I think. I mean, it seems when you have eight of the top twenty-five in your conference, you don't want to play. You don't want to play there. All right, I got another topic. Let's switch gears. Um, can you imagine being a major college football fan today? You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. You're a major college football fan today, and what happened in this coaching hire cycle? Every big name pretty much changed coaches. Okay. Elite programs left and but, right. But we knew the par- paradigm shift had happened. Oh, the shift south. Yeah. Can you imagine telling, like, I can't imagine telling someone my dad's age. That Notre Dame's coach that left. That Notre yeah. Dame's coach left LSU. Yeah, left to go to LSU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Never in, in, in a million years did they think that that would happen. Never. Yeah. Even for Oklahoma, it was a rude awakening. Big time. That Lincoln Riley left at the altar. I mean, that's two programs that have had a lot of success that they were, and look, they're taking a step back. Oklahoma and Notre Dame. Correct. They're taking a step back. Uh, Brent Venables. First-time head coach, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, first-time head coach. Mm-hmm. Guys, do you realize that Notre Dame was the number one college football, probably still the number one brand? And it's hard to believe that they can still pull that many eyeballs for NBC. When you're, NB- yeah, when you're, that, when you're NBC's only like program, yeah. But th- their most successful coach, even though he doesn't have a national title, uh, best winning percentage. All that. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame to go to LSU. And it was the right move. It was the right move. Because he could have stayed probably another five years. Made another playoff or two. One big, but would have never won it. Nope. Now he has college football talent. It would have been like Michigan this year. You'd have gotten there and you'd have lost. National championship profile. Yeah talent at LSU. And same with Lincoln Riley. I know USC's not got the profile just they, yet, but they will. Maybe a few years ago when Georgia played at Notre Dame and there were more Georgia fans than Notre Dame fans, and he just thought, what are we doing? What am I doing? Yeah. I mean, what exactly is the end goal here? Georgia just bought up all of our tickets. First of all, my season ticket holders slash alums just put X amount of tickets on StubHub and SeatGeek, and Georgia bought them all, and I walked in the stadium that day, and there was more red and black yeah. than blue and gold. It was like being at a neutral site play, a bowl game from back in the day when they would really have the yeah. full crowd like either side, right? Like That's what it looked like. And the splintered schedule that Notre Dame uh, plays, I think, hurts their players to really get fired up and focused on a... Mm-hmm. You know, one one weekend you're playing the military academy, the next you're playing Boston College, the next you're playing Michigan, and the yeah. next you're playing Stanford, and they're mm-hmm. like, now what are we playing for? Who are we? No conference title, no, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I, but coming out of mm-hmm. World War II, we were told, and, and, and it was, tr- you know, Notre Dame. My dad told me he lived in, in New Orleans in 1967. 
they would show the replay of the Notre Dame football game in New Orleans on Sunday morning. Isn't that crazy? Obviously, that's a you know a, a lot of Catholics in that city, but but that's that's incredible. And and then they got all the games of the week. No SEC fans been watching Notre Dame football the last since we since we caught the cool bug, Spurrier, Urban Meyer. You know, Nick Saban. Our people don't even watch Notre Dame. I don't watch Notre Dame football. No, why? It's I mean, boring. it reminds me of overcast gray skies and boring football. It's, it's awful. fair or unfair. It's awful football. And I think they've been, you know, better on offense over the last few years and so on. There's only three coaches in Notre Dame's history, as, as prolific an organization as they've been, there's only three coaches with 100 wins. Yeah. Lou Holtz, Newt Rockney, and your boy. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. Say that out loud to go to LSU. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone your age and over like believed that ten years well, ago. Well, I, I said this earlier. Can you imagine some Notre yeah. Dame alums in Chicago at this real cool bourbon bar, and, and just how foreign? What ha- I mean, it, they just had to be shell shocked. Yeah, or in New York, it's some kind of in Manhattan. It's some you know. Three guys in the financial district at some super cool but, bourbon bar a couple of months ago that went, what? We're talking about the same media group, though, that would be shocked that we haven't checked up since 2020 started. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's the I same thing. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the disillusion of reality. They don't understand what... This shift happened in 01, 02, 03. It's not like it's new. We're right. 20 years into it. Right. It's just finally there's a big stamp on what they deemed untouchable programs. Right. You know, Urban Meyer didn't. But wouldn't you? I would have loved to have been at that table with three or four Notre Dame and listen to alums them. Yeah, yeah. In the financial district in Manhattan at a bourbon bar the day it went down to hear how they digested it and how the conversation unfolded. Yeah. It we had to be just disbelief. lost yeah. our most successful coach, arguably, without a national, other than a national title. The guy's been unbelievably successful. Yep. And he, he went to LSU. He's also your second longest A place longest that they look yeah. down. I mean, we're in the Sun Belt. They they still think we're barefoot mm-hmm. and have no air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still think it's so, even though we're in this massive wealth boom, culinary boom, great place to live boom, quality of life boom. I mean, look at the way we handled COVID compared to the, the East and West Coast. I mean, isn't it bizarre watching people talk about it, Blake, yeah. on Twitter? Yeah. Who are still trying to fight their way through, or figure like mentally figure out if they, yeah, if they agree with the man. If you know, we're two years in. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny, but it's funny. I, but, but I mean, mean, like yeah. they're trying to work their way through it. And I'm like, it's, it's just this academia abstract way of thinking, yeah. and it's just not. Dude, but the numbers lay it out. Logic and reason. Let's take. Let's just take the most recent thing that we can look at to say like why we know the this this trend has shifted. NFL Combine, invites by conference. Big 12, 35 players. ACC, 35 players. Pac-12, 36 players. Big 10, 54 players. SEC, 82 players. <laughs> I mean, what are we, like, it's not, it's black. It's like somebody was arguing earlier about something. It's, it's black and white, guys. I know. Like, pay attention. Open your eyes. Pull the lenses off that are maroon or red or, or purple and gold or, or green and gold, whatever. Do you know Just the difference between it. Mississippi State and Ole Miss's football program and Notre Dame's? It's within a whisker. Correct. 
And if Mississippi State and Ole Miss didn't have the SOS schedule and have to play Bama and LSU and Auburn and A&M every year. But as far as talent, yeah. not not a you not make- a dime's worth of difference. Uh, as far as if they had played the same schedule, you know, the last ten years, Notre Dame's an eight and four squad. Yeah, it, we're we're looking at a totally different deal, and it's just who who knew? I mean, when I was growing up, it felt like they were untouchable. Yeah, yeah but they're not. No, new era. Haven't won it since '88. That's, and that, that's the year that Ronald Reagan was wrapping up yeah. office and Bush one was going in. And haven't even actually competed because if you look at the couple times they've made it, they weren't competitive since right. then. So let's, I mean, you know. All right, real quick, I need like three minutes on this. Staying in college football. We talked a little bit about the Manning cast and how good it was with Steve Palazzo. There are reports that ESPN, well, it is proven that they have inked them to an extra year now through 2024. Right. But there are also reports that they are going to expand into other sports, one of them being college football. Now, they won't do it themselves, but can you name me two people you'd like to see on the Manning cast version for SEC football? Uh, okay. So, I'm looking for people that are interesting like Engaging. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Um, Is there an SEC name that comes to mind? By like the way, that? I'd rather have Charles Barkley on the Super Bowl uh, pan, uh, studio analyst shows. Starting at noon on Sunday, than some of these other than Bill Cower and uh, Tony Dungy and whoever. Uh, who would I like to see? Yeah, Chad you, Kelly. Ooh, <laughs> that's that's not where and I thought Nick you were Fitzgerald. Going. Oh my god! Talking about two guys who like to party. <laughs> um, all right, let me think this through, Blake. Coach O. I don't think I, okay. I, I don't think he would be as good as people think he yeah. would in a, in a Manning cast setting. in a press yeah. conference format where you could get a four four second snippet of him grunting or saying something funny or not being able to enunciate something. But four hours, but no, no, yeah, no. I'm with you. I agree. Um, I'm just throwing out names. Right. right? Well, I'm yeah. trying to think of guys with some personality, uh, you know, that have played recently. I mean, Tim Tebow's boring. Correct. Right. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. It, so I'm looking at for like Bosworth, Deion Sanders type guys this day and age. Oh, have and, we had? Okay. He's playing, but Joe Burrow would be an amazing He'd probably host. be funny and yeah. cool. This is all going to be under Omaha Productions. And this is where Peyton and Eli want to make money without, I mean, just by lending their name and producing it and so on. Uh, so that they are not going to call the, the UFC fights, the college be- football games and some of the golf i think that's brilliant too by the way now if we could mix up a golf broadcast and actually get some personality yes can you um like we're about to watch the waste management open and every golf tournament should be like what they are throw a party have some fun let people raise some hell but blake i'd get barkley to do golf you know those are the type guys that I would be looking for. Phil Mickelson to do college football. He's a huge football fan. He loves to bet. He'd be sitting there calling the game and be like, I've got $120,000 on this game. I mean, that's great TV, right? Powered by DraftKings that are paying Peyton and Eli $15 million for, you know, the football game. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you want. Barkley and Phil Mickelson both have a combined $400,000 riding on the game. And they're calling it. 
that that could be something cool. We'll be back tomorrow. Lee Sterling wants to do a hit on the Super Bowl. And uh, we've got another Whiskey 61 podcast coming up that we'll tell you more about tomorrow, too. Have a great day. Don't forget that Mudbugs is open. Slinging delicious crawfish at Mudbugs.